This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 29th, episode 2,424, brought to you today by Stayline Tech. Good morning, Horse World. Hey, you made it to Wednesday. Only three days left till a weekend full of horsey fun. Lucky for you, you have Jamie and Glenn to get you through on Horses in the Morning. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us this morning. Today, we have Sarah Madden on. She's the PR and marketing manager of Tryon. She joins us to talk about the TIEC Ultimate Jump-Off Tournament. They're doing things a little bit differently with their online tournament. Auditor Charlotte tells us about her new horse. You all remember Charlotte. She's our favorite para rider, and she got a brand new horse. She's been looking for a couple of years, and we're going to talk to her about that. She's so excited. And we listened to some classic Kentucky derby races from the past and we might have some weird news all on today's show but before we get into the silliness there's something you know i know jamie we've been trying to avoid this serious corona talk here on this show i do that at night blah 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 uh but i think there's there's i think it's important every once in a while that we take a look at some of the serious things that are going on no I don't want to talk about serious. I know, I know you don't want to, and we've had this discussion before, but occasionally our show has to be serious about things. So for those of you who haven't picked it up yet, I'm pretty sure Glenn's about to play something completely not serious. Yeah, I really don't understand why everybody isn't following the same rules right now. They're very clear. So let's take a minute and let's go over them again. First, you must not leave the house for any reason. Unless, of course, you have a reason, and then you may leave the house. All stores are closed, except those that are open. And all stores must close unless, of course, they need to stay open. This virus is deadly, but don't be afraid of it. It can only kill people who are vulnerable and also those who are not vulnerable. We should stay locked down until the virus stops infecting people. And it will only stop infecting people if enough of us get infected that we build immunity. So it is very important that we get infected and also do not get infected. You should not go to the doctor's office or the hospital unless you have to go there. Unless, of course, you are too sick to go there. This virus has no effect on children except for those children in which it affects. The virus remains active on different surfaces surfaces for two hours or four hours or six hours, but in most cases it's days and not hours and it needs a damp environment or a cold environment that is warm and dry in the air, unless the air is plastic. Schools are closed, so you need to homeschool your children unless you can send them to school because you are not home. If you are at home, you can school your children using various portals and online classrooms unless you have poor internet, more than one child, only one computer, or you are working from home. Baking cakes can be considered math, science, or art. If you are home educating, you can include household chores within their education curriculum. And if you are home educating, you may start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. every day. If you are not home educating children, you may also start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. Masks are useless at protecting you against the virus but you still need to wear one because it can save lives. And in some cases it may even be mandatory, but also maybe not. You must not go to work 
but you can get another job at which point you may go to work. Stay home. I don't know how many more celebrities we need to have tell you how important it is to go outside and take care of your mental health. There is no shortage of groceries in the supermarket. There are simply many things missing. You don't need to go buy a bunch of toilet paper, but you should buy some in case you need it. If you are sick, you may go out once you are better, but those in your household, they cannot go out once you are better, unless, of course, they need to go out. Animals are not affected by the virus, except for that cat that tested positive in Belgium in February, plus a couple tigers. The number of corona-related deaths will be announced daily, but we don't know how many people are infected because we were only testing those who are almost dead to determine if that's what they will die of. The people who die of corona who are not counted won't or will be counted, but maybe not. To help protect yourself during these times, you should be eating well and exercising, but exercising only eating what you have at home to avoid going to the stores unless you need toilet paper or a fence panel. It's important to get fresh air, but don't go to parks, but do do go walk in other places. Just don't sit down unless you are old or pregnant. But if you do sit down, don't sit for too long unless you are old and you are pregnant, in which case you need to sit down. But if you do sit down, don't eat unless you've had a long walk, which you are allowed to do if you are old or pregnant, except for times in which you aren't. Don't visit old people but you have a moral obligation to take care of old people and bring them food and medicine. And finally, no businesses will go down due to coronavirus, except those businesses that go down due to COVID-19. I hope this cleared up any questions about what we should and should not be doing during this time. Please educate your friends and family with this information so we can remove any and all confusion surrounding this time. Thank you. Well, she, I, I don't know who that was, uh, but she was good. And she had notes, but she did most of that without looking at the notes. I don't know how she did it. She had it memorized. She does a lot of comedy videos I've seen. She's pretty funny. So and, and she did it like she's there, like she's actually doing a news conference, but it's obviously like, in her house. <laughs> yeah, good. press conference. <laughs> I loved it. Very funny. It was very funny. And she's right. Everything she said was absolutely right. That was funny. Anyway. Yeah. It is tough, though. My friends in South Africa were t are saying that if you go out of the house in South Africa, you get arrested. Oh, and they closed like <laughs> everything down without any notice. They didn't tell anybody grocery stores were going to close and all this. They shut everything down. And, like, people are starving. It's just crazy. So if you think you got it bad where you are, just... Apparently, my friends. India is that way, too. And that's 1.3 billion people. I mean, they, they 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 can't even take their dog. If you live in an apartment, you can't take your dog outside to go to the bathroom and get arrested. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. That's <laughs> she's like. People are starving. It's going to be crazy. So, um, just uh, enjoy the freedoms that we do have. I tell you, one of the freedoms that we do have is to go on to Amazon and order clippers, and I did that. As I told you on, on Monday, uh, our clipper, our human clippers have arrived. We had horse clippers, but I was not going to let Jennifer take the great big horse clippers to my hair. So, uh, after 32 years of being together, we had a first in our household and our marriage, and that is Jennifer. Took, we got the clippers out of the box. We watched a video on how to actually do men's hair, and then she cut my hair, and it came out really good. I, it, um. There was no yeah. bald spots anywhere uh, that I can see because I didn't look at the back because it's hard to do. But I, I felt back there to make sure there was still hair. And apparently there's still hair in the back. But it looked good. 
I want to I want to comment on this because yeah, great haircut looks great. Good job, Jed. Blah blah blah. What I want to appreciate is Terry Ordman, who apparently you grew up with, no, who posted. No, that's all... not who I grew up with. He was my fifth grade teacher. Oh my god! So he's posted pictures of you in fifth grade. I don't know where he gets this. all these. He taught for like thirty years. I don't know how he has pictures of me in fifth grade. That's frightening. That's frightening. <laughs> Here's like I got a folder of each child's photos. I can blast them on social media later on in life. Why does he have this? I don't know. But I don't it's know amazing. either. <laughs> and he, he, he was one of my favorite teachers, but he has all these pictures he posted of me in fifth grade. And my brother, too. And your brother, yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> With our very whole haircuts. Cool. And how about those how about the styles from back in the nineteen seventies there? God bless you. <laughs> The it's collars, just the worst, the worst fashion ever. It is worse than the eighties. <laughs> oh, definitely worse than the eighties. There was actually one of the pictures that had a leisure suit in it. So, oh yeah, there you go. And our bowl haircuts, pretty much just. <laughs> I saw a picture of my dad one time with my mom and they were in Hawaii and my mom is like this blonde bombshell, right? And she's got like blonde hair down past her waist and she's in Hawaii. So she's got like a little Hawaiian dress on, like, a, you know, flower behind her ear. And then I, I look over at my dad and this is one of the few pictures we have of them together where they actually look somewhat happy. happy. <laughs> and my dad is wearing a yellow plaid leisure suit. It's p yellow and white, giant stripe plaid. Thing. I'm going to find it and I'm going to post it I had to, because I had this is one. just, oh God, <laughs> like, I'm like, mom, how did you stand next to that man and be like, yeah, this is the one I want to make babies with. And, what? But bell bottoms too. Got to remember bell bottoms. Oh, of course I they mean, had the long collar and bell the bottoms. bell bottoms. And it was just awful. <laughs> oh, dear God. But yeah, I I, can I just say Terry Ortman was one of the best teachers I ever had in fifth grade. And and he's got to be, no, no offense, Terry, because actually he's watched some of my videos now. And the comment he's made over and over again is, you always were a good talker. <laughs> You never shut up. <laughs> so, even from fifth grade. Well, we have a couple of birthdays. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to Auditor Kendra Gale and also to fellow horse husband Timothy Harfield, who is Elisa Wallace's husband and my neighbor now here in Ocala. So happy birthday to Timothy as well. This coronavirus is making people either like really panicked and crazy or like really clever. Uh, and they're making stuff happen. So I would like to tell you the story of a man who goes by on his Twitter handle. <laughs> his name is Squeezy Jibs on Twitter at Squeezy, S-K-W-E-E-Z-Y. Squeezy Jibs posted yesterday, times is tough. So when I heard and he tagged at Wendy's was giving out free four piece nugs today. I knew I had to hustle. I hit every damn Wendy's twice within 17 miles across two states. It took five hours, but now we eating free for a week. What to do? There is a picture 
of a guy who very much looks like he should be called Squeezy Jazz. <laughs> and um and he is uh he went yeah, that's amazing. I mean <laughs> And he's and he's got all these nuggets in his car. Like I was thinking, like you could buy all those nuggets for less gas money than it took. Although that might not be correct, because like gas is like a dollar sixty-five now. So um, yeah, gas in some places it's eighty cents. No way. I I I filled up uh, my car for one sixty-nine a gallon. Here in Oklahoma, that's pretty good. One sixty-three in some spots. Your must cost about uh, nine dollars to fill up now. It's diesel, and I can't find a dang diesel. Oh. I can't drive my car right now because there's no close enough diesel. Oh, spots really? I'm have to get. Yeah, I mean, there's. <laughs> I drove by five gas stations last night, and none of them had diesel fuel. My God! <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's. But talk. yes, it's like nine dollars to fill up. It is Kentucky Derby week. My Kia Soul is the same way. It's like oh, I can fill it up for less than ten dollars and go go for four hundred miles. <laughs> Um, but then I can't because we're not going anywhere. So, (laughs) so it is Kentucky Derby, our tribute to Kentucky Derby week. And I asked you on Monday to pick out your favorite race of this decade, the past decade. And do you want to hear the one you picked out? I really, really do. Okay, here we go. They're all in line. We're ready for the start. They're off in the Kentucky Derby. And American Pharaoh broke okays on the outside of horses, and Dortmund is out even better, and Carpe Diem is there, and firing lines in the early mix, too. It's going to be Dortmund to set the pace here in the Kentucky Derby. Firing line on the outside is second. American Pharaoh is third to the outside of them. Carpe Diem is right there. Dancing Bone is close and running in between horses. Then Bolo. Mr. Z is after that. And then Ocho, 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 Tent Sender. Upstart is three wide as they move into the turn. He's eight lengths off the lead. Then the world traveler, Moptahi, just down on the inside. Hits a knockout is next. Materiality farther behind than we expected. And then comes Frosted. War Story. Keen Ice and Fermento near the back of the field. And the trailer is far right as they make their way to the back stretch it is Dortmund in front he went a half mile in an easy 47 and one fifth seconds Dortmund the leader up the back stretch a half a length and Gary Stevens has firing line right in second position and American Pharaoh will be third up the back stretch he's two and a half lengths off of his stable mate Carpe Diem follows in fourth dancing bonus fifth and he's five lengths off the lead then Bolo on the outside of Ocho 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 Move Tahij is seven lengths behind. And then it's Mr. Z, Upsart. Ten Sender is after that. And it's a knockout. And they're rounding the far turn. And Dortmund is the leader. He's on top by a half length. And firing line confronts him. An American Pharaoh has come under a ride. As firing line takes the lead outside of Dortmund. Here comes American Pharaoh. And he sweeps up on the far outside. And they're into the stretch. And it's American Pharaoh who has taken the lead on the outside. And between horses, it's firing line. Dortmund is down at the rail as they come into the final furlong. American Pharaoh, firing line, not done yet. And these two come into the final 16th. It's American Pharaoh in front, firing line. Dortmund is third, Frosted is fourth. Coming to the finish, American Pharaoh and Victor Espinosa have won the Kentucky Derby. Firing line was second, Dortmund was third, Frosted finished fourth. Woo! Ah, <laughs> oh, gosh, if you don't get goosebumps listening to Larry Colmas call a race, I don't know what's wrong with he, you. I mean, oh my gosh. He's going to go down as one of the best race callers of all time. He has to. 
And right. his predecessor was so good, Tom Durkin, but like he is just ridiculous. Like, but I, I got goosebumps on my arms and my legs. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a great that was a good choice. I think that was a great choice. And there's been a lot of good races over the last decade, right? There's been a lot of them, but. Do, and it just goes to prove, as I was watching this, I went, yep, I would not have been able to name the second or third place horse in that race. Oh, my gosh. See, I had Dortmund as my one-two. And I was like, son of a bitch, he's third. Because I had an exacta. <laughs> I'm like, firing line just came up. A Jamie really remembers when day. she doesn't win money. That's what, yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's all of the times. <laughs> <laughs> I had one good time at the Breeders' Cup in Santa Anita. And that was my best day ever. I should quit after that. So I thought that it'd be fun because we're, you know, there's not a lot of horse show news going on right now. I thought it'd be fun to go back a little bit further in time. And this time I went back to 1973. And for those that are race fans, they know what 1973 was. But it was a year that a certain horse won two races, won the Kentucky Derby and then went on to win the Preakness. And I thought instead of playing the Kentucky Derby that race, I would play the Belmont because I think it's one of the greatest race calls ever in history. So let's play the 1973. Leaving the Derby vein. Okay. I think I really thought you should play the Derby. No, this this is just one of the greatest race calls of all time. You just wanted to play. I want to play it. Okay. Everybody's in line, and they're off. Looks like the early lead goes to Mike Gallant. Yes, Mike Gallant going for the lead with Price and Prince on the outside. Secretary in a way very well, has good position on the rail, and in fact is now going up with the leader. They're moving for the first turn. It is Secretariat. Sham on the outside is also moving along strongly. And now it's Sham. Sham and Secretariat are right together into the first turn. Mike Gallant has third behind them. Then it's Price and Prince, and the trailer is Private Smiles as they go by the turn. Those two together, Sham on the outside. Sham getting ahead in front as they move around the turn with Secretary at second. Then there's a large gap. Make it eight lengths back to Mike Gallant in third and Vice Prince fourth. And Private Smiles is still a trailer. They're on the back stretch. It's almost a match race now. Secretariat's on the inside, by ahead. Sham is on the outside. They've opened 10 lengths on Mike Gallant, who is third by ahead, with Vice Prince fourth. Then it's another eight lengths back to Private Smiles, who is trailing the field. They continue down the back stretch, and that's Secretariat now taking the lead. He's got it by about a length and a half. Still Sham, 10 lengths back, Mike Gallant, Vice Prince. They're moving on the turn now. For the turn at Secretariat, it looks like he's opening. The lead is increasing. Make it three, three and a half. He's moving into the turn. Secretariat holding on to a large lead. Jam is second, and then it's a long way back to Mike Allen and twice a print. They're on the turn. It's Secretariat is blazing along the first three quarters of a mile in 109 and four fifths. Secretariat is widening now. He is moving like a tremendous machine. Secretariat by 12. Secretariat by 14 lengths on the turn. Sham is dropping back. It looks like they'll catch him today as Mike Allen and Vice Prince are both coming up to him now. But Secretariat is all alone. He's out there almost a sixteenth of a mile away from the rest of the horses. Secretariat is in a position that is impossible to catch. He's into the stretch. Secretariat leads his field by 18 lengths. And now Price of Prince has taken second, and Mike Allen has moved back to third. They're in the stretch. Secretariat has opened a 22-length lead. He is going to be the Triple Crown winner. Here comes Secretariat to 
That's what I just I love that. I mean, because you could hear it in the announcer's voice how much in disbelief he was he the whole time. He doesn't even know what to say. I know. It's like because no horse ever wins by twenty five lengths, <laughs> which ended up being thirty one lengths actually yeah. when they checked it. At well, the it's end. kind of hard to guess after they get that far ahead, right? I don't it's know. Like... He beat he, everybody else went home. <laughs> by the way, I uh, one of the greatest thrills of my life, obviously, was interviewing Penny Chenery. Yes. We got to talk to her on the show. So if you go to horsesinthemorning.com and you search Penny Chenery, well, come on. And I'm, uh, I, you'll hear Jamie awesome. tongue tied for <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes. And then I think the other really awesome interview I got to do was I was at Monty's and I got to sit down with Lafitte Pinkai Jr., who was Sham's jockey. Mm. So you can go back on yeah. Horses in the Morning and search that and find the race with, uh, find the, the talk with Lafitte Pinkai so Jr. So he pretty much watched Secretary go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but he, I mean, he still thinks that Sham was the best horse he ever rode. That just goes to show you how good Secretariat was. I mean, and, and it's just amazing. What, it, what, it, he was such a fun guy to talk to. So he's a legend. So anyway, um, yeah, well, it was really, really awesome. Well, then so, I went oh, back got goosebumps. further in time. Okay. Yeah, way so back. we started with the Kentucky Derby theme, and you just decided I to go off go, the rails and yeah. just play your favorite horse race. Exactly. Because it's okay. our show. I can do whatever I want. Uh, so, <laughs> so I went way back in time uh, and found a video. This is from 1938. And it's a certain match race that a movie was made about. Uh, and I wish you could see this because you need to go look if up If you this haven't video. seen it, it's viral. I mean, it's, 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 this is it's, such an incredible race to watch because they also did not have starting gates back then. They just kind of lined up and went. Yep. <laughs> so here it is, a certain match race from 1938. Noted in the tan box square that opens onto the track, the winner's circle, tall, sparkling silver trophy for the winner this afternoon. And they're off, and this is a go. And Georgie Wolf is at the whip on Seabiscuit to keep him up. And they're coming to me head and head. War Admiral on the inside. Wolf is driving Seabiscuit, and Seabiscuit is outrunning him. Seabiscuit is coming to me. One length, two lengths in the lead. And he came right over two lengths. He goes by me. Seabiscuit by two lengths. War Admiral right on his heels. Kurtzinger sitting still and biding his time. And it's Seabiscuit by a length and a half down the back stretch. They're halfway down that back stretch. And there goes War Admiral after him. Now the horse race is on. And I'm losing them there. They're head and head. But I'll catch them here just another 50 yards. They're head and head. And now War Admiral has a head advantage. And Seabiscuit's got a head advantage. They're going into that far turn. Head and head. And it is either one. Take your choice. And right there they're coming into view now. And the head and head Seabiscuit on the inside. By a neck. With War Admiral second, that big throng dashing across the track, or across the infield there coming for this fence. They've come into the stretch here in just a second, and they're head and head as they head for that home lane. Watch for them now as they turn into the stretch. Head and head, both horses under a drive. This is a real horse race, just what we hope we get. They're head and head, and both jockeys driving. It's the best horse from here in. They've got 200 yards to come. It's horse against horse. Both of them driving. Seabiscuit leads by a length. Now Seabiscuit by a length and a half. Wolf has put away his whip. Seabiscuit by three. Seabiscuit by three. Seabiscuit is the winner by four lengths. <laughs> 
That makes me want to go watch the movie again. <laughs> that's back when they had like binoculars and like no cameras and he, <laughs> no I, TV I really, sets. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, if I he could have said head and head one more time. Like, dude, come on, come up with something else. neck and neck. Got that? <laughs> and they couldn't see the backstretch, so that was part of the thing is you yeah. couldn't see the color race. So yeah, it was. Yeah, boy, it makes me want to go see the movie again for the fiftieth time. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I still think that's one of the best uh, movies horse race movies out there i do yeah. oh de- definitely there you know usa today just did a list of the best sports movies of all time and in the 25 sports movies of all time seabiscuit was like number 11 really they actually yeah. had a horse movie in there good I for was them shocked. i was like <laughs> ready to be offended you know <laughs> like, i was ready to be mad and i'm like oh never mind there it is that's a great cool <laughs> very cool hey. well i well, go ahead. I was just going to say, before we get to our first guest, uh, I went to State Line TAC today to look at what was going on over there, and you, something's going to surprise you. First thing that pops up is 30% off your order. Uh, one-time use per customer. It says offers may not be combined with any other promotional offers, blah, 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 the usual for 30% off. But it's 30% off your order. They automatically apply it to your shopping cart. So I would say head on over there today. Where I don't is know. that? I don't see it. It didn't I'm pop on... up on yours? Let's see. Stay, let me just reopen it here. Now, it could be you have to clear your cash. Maybe that's uh, maybe if you went there recently, but mine popped up and said limited time, 30% off your order. They Coup- just like you better. Coupon code uh, 78125KWXOC. Got that? No, uh, right. Send me that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, popped up 30% off. So some of you are going to get lucky and have uh, a coupon code today. They do have right now, Good Rider sells a lot of clothing and it's a very popular line of clothing. And right now they have up to 25% off. Uh, some some of it's 35% off of Good Rider clothing, including uh, Good Rider jeans, I rain it was jackets. Goody Rider. What's that? <laughs> I, always, I always said Goody Rider. It could Is be. It- I, we always said good rider. I don't know. <laughs> it could be goody rider. It has an extra E. It could be that. I don't it's know. It's like that. What's the other um, uh, name? Oh, ho- there's whores with a Z. Whore, yeah, but whore. then there's the, Some people say the- whores and some people say, you know, other things. And then they say Iridion. And I always called it I ride on. I always said Iridion. Yeah. But it says <laughs> I ride on. It does say I ride on. You're right. It does say that. And this does say goody. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. Put this. The you want me to call him and ask how to say the name? Yes. <laughs> let's call him and say they'll answer the phone. Thank you, really goody writer. And I'll be like, yes. <laughs> All right. We'll solve that by Friday. That'll be the big question. How do we say the name? I'll find out by Friday how we say it because I know somebody from over there. So I'll and, ask. And call Iridion or I ride on and figure out <laughs> which one it's right supposed now. to be. right now. I can't be. call him. Dang it. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, they have those on sale right now. They're, they have some of their riding jeans on sale for 35% off. They have some of their tops on sale for uh, 30 to 35% off. It just goes on and on. And that's just Goody Rider. That's just Goody Rider. Collegiate right now is having a spring saddle sale. You know what I've been surprised at? I, I did the the little Facebook live with the equestrian retailers the other night. And they said they're selling a lot of saddles right now more than usual. So I guess people are deciding, well, I have time to shop for a saddle right now. I might as well, I might as well saddle shop. People are buying horses. They're adopting horses. They're buying, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because they're buying all these horses, they need saddles for them. (laughs) I guess maybe that's it. Uh, You know, and I've been very happy to see that all the shelters are apparently are like almost empty. (laughs) 
because people are adopting. Uh, They also have uh, turnout sheets on sale right now and Weatherby to saddle pads, uh, free Roma pad with purchase of a $54 value. You can go over there and see that right now. Oh my God, my fly spray is $12 a bottle. What is going on? Why? Give me that code. (laughs) Which one do you get? So my vet just recommended because I'm, you know, when you move to a new area, you don't really know what's going to Attack you know, like, you. I, like in Arizona, <laughs> fly mask, the flies would just pester their eyes. And here they don't. They don't bother their eyes at all. No fly mask needed, but you need really? fly boots because they stomp uh. and stomp and stomp and stomp. So I said, what works? Because the piranha yellow that I used in Arizona is not working here. And I've tried that really stuff that you hated that smelled really bad and it just smelled too bad. And then I've used other things. And she said to get the uh, Farnum product. It's Endure. Yep, yep. Okay, so that's what I'm gonna. That's what my border just bought, and it was working. So I'm gonna get that, and uh, that's on sale. It's twelve dollars a bottle, depending on what kind of the million kind of flies you have. You have to find out. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, the other also have like the Repel X. Now Um, let me hit refresh and see if I get the coupon code. Oh, nope. Let me hit Control F five. How do you do? What is that? Clears your cash. Yeah. How do you clear? I think you'd have to clear your history. Yeah, actually go in and clear your history out of your browser. How do you do that? <laughs> this is an after You the have show never talk. cleared your history out of your browser? No. <laughs> I'll talk to you about how to do that. <laughs> I'll give you a browser clearing lesson. I can't be the only one. It took, I cleared my history out of my browser the other night, took a half an hour for it to clear. That's how oh, it's going to take was. three days. So anyway, statelinetac.com, you're going to find it. Oh, mine says enjoy 30% off your order today in the upper left-hand corner above the COVID-19 response. Am I just lucky or what? Hold on. Let me reopen a stateline see if it says that. Okay, so stateline tech. No, mine says order online or call. Ah, I'm luckier than you are. Three ninety nine flat shipping on the order? That is totally worth buying. Um, a fly spray, all, especially. All fly sprays. Heavy. Yeah. Definitely. Well, statelinetac.com is where you can find <gasps> all of that. The back on tr- Okay. Never, right. Okay. So this is, we're going to do a show. I'm going to close it out. <laughs> we're going to continue to do a show. We've actually been doing a show. And for, <laughs> for auditors, please do hang on. We're going to chat after. I'm not sure what about. Uh, I He's going to teach me how to clo- do my browser. Yeah, apparently, we're going to be teaching everybody how to clear their browsers, which you should do <laughs> every once in a while because it does clog things up and makes things run slower. So uh, we're going to do that. But right now, we're going to give a call to Sarah Madden, who is PR and marketing manager over at Tryon, which... Well, we got Sarah on the line. Sarah, you know, I was just mentioning that it seems like longer than two years ago since we were at the WEG over there. It just seems so much longer than that now. Yes, it seems like both yesterday and 10 years ago to me. Yes. <laughs> what, how are things at Tryon? How are things in the mountains? Things in the mountains are beautiful, a little more quiet than we want them to be right now, but we are hanging in. Yeah, now this would be the time of year you guys are gearing up over at Tryon, right? Yes, so we typically start our competitions uh, the third or fourth weekend of March. So we are already looking back at a year to go, a year ago today memories and a little bit sad about those. Yeah, we all were last weekend when Kentucky didn't happen, right? So, I mean, oh, yeah. our memories kept piling up, too. So, you know, you guys have come a long way. We were there, obviously, during WAG for, for what? for about three weeks and uh and, and i know you've finished a lot of things and try looking pretty polished right now right 
It is. We we're really thankful for the time that we got after the games to get <laughs> back to our focus of what we do every day that we already do well, uh, which is just host horse shows all the time. And we got to refine those processes and make improvements that we didn't get to do before the games. And we just really got to spend the last two years improving on what we were already doing and adding new things. So it's been really fun to experience life after WED. And so, and I haven't talked to you since then. It must be pretty cool for, for, especially for local shows that come in and then the big shows too, to have those huge stadiums now and to have all those rings that you guys have now. That must be pretty incredible for the people that are coming in. It's amazing. And one of my favorite uh, relics of WEG, I guess, is that we get to host eventing competitions and run every single level on the same wide oak cross country course that we used for WEG. And so we'll literally have beginner novice riders riding around the same lake and the same course. And they just, you can see how excited they are to have had that experience. And we get that all the time with every discipline. It's like, oh, this was, they used this for this for WEG. And this is the international stadium and this is giant stadium. I saw pictures of this and now I'm riding in it. So it's a very, very cool feeling for riders of all ages, for sure. I'm excited to come up and see it again. I haven't been there since WAG either to see it finished. You know, the building's finished and, and everything polished off. I'm excited to do that. If we're ever allowed out again, maybe we'll get to do that someday. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so I, I'm excited about that. And and I think it is cool that you have a legacy there. Uh, one question I do have for you is, have you seen more because you had a lot of volunteers coming in from local. Have you seen more local interest in people coming out to watch horse shows than you did before? I wouldn't say it is significantly different, but yes, uh, we have a Saturday Night Lights series that we typically do every Saturday in May through October. Uh, It'll look a little different this year, but typically and historically... We will get about 5,000 people out from the community on a Saturday night to watch a Grand Prix under the lights in Triumph Stadium. And before that, we'll have free kids' activities and pony rides, face painting, um, concessions, walking around, live music and entertainers. And that has always been a community staple for us. And I think that having the world games here only boosted people's excitement uh, to come out and participate in that. Well, that's pretty cool. I, I, you know, that is exciting when that happens. And I, you know, I've been to, I've been to those in Wellington and it, it, it is a party. <laughs> it's a great big party. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It's fun. And I like that you guys do the entertainment aspect too. I always said, if we're going to make horse shows more popular to the general public, we need to also provide other entertainment between rounds. They can't just sit around doing nothing. And, uh, that's what makes average people come out, is it has to seem like a party. So yep. let, let's talk about, right now, obviously, all shows, uh, for USEF anyway, are pushed back to beginning of June. Are you guys also pushed back to the beginning of June at this point? At this point, yes. And I can't quite <laughs> explain 
believe what our reopening plan is, but we are planning to announce that very shortly. Okay. Um, pending, pending change, you know, of any course. Further announcements. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Everything changes every day, every hour. But you know, with what we know right now, we have a plan. If that changes, we will adjust. Um, but we are looking forward to getting pushes back out as soon as we can. So, so you started doing this ultimate jump-off tournament, uh, which is a little bit different because it actually paired people against each other, like a regular tournament, right? Correct. So for our team, it's been really important to figure out how to keep people engaged with what they miss. Um, obviously, in a really abnormal time, any sense of normalcy is really special. So as a basketball fan, I also wanted to incorporate a bracket. Uh, but we decided <laughs> nice. all of the um, existing video content that we had from 2019 Saturday Night Lights Grand Prix. And we started with, I believe, 21 or 22 of those and removed some duplicates. Uh, we had several riders win several times on different horses. And we paired it down to a bracket number, created a bracket, and we paired our sponsors with the groups so that they could continue to get some exposure as well. And we basically allowed people to submit their brackets before we started the competition. And whoever had the correct winning rider or whoever came closest could be entered to win a three-day stay at Tryon Resort sometime in 2020. Whatever. <laughs> or 2021 or 2022, sometime. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> but, uh, it was really, really fun to see how excited people got to fill out a bracket and send it to us. That's um, so cool because people are used to doing it. it for football and for basketball and all that stuff, right? So that's... Exactly. That's a good idea. I think that's a great idea. I think it's. I think so much innovation has come about because we're forced to. Uh, but I think some yeah. of this is going to stick too. You know, it, it. Some of these things that we have time now to create are going to stick for the future. Absolutely, we've been taking the gift that we do have here, which is time, uh, to do things that we wouldn't otherwise do, and we have decided we are absolutely going to keep this. We're going to do it over and over again uh i love the kind of natural countdown that it is to the next series of snls uh this year it looks a little different but next year i would love to do it you know so that it concludes right as we kick off our first grand prix under the lights i think that's perfect where can people find information about it yeah so you can find it at tryon.com which is spelled t-r-y-o-n and you can also find all of the videos and the posts that we posted um, at our Instagram and Facebook channel. All right. Sounds and good. We will continue to share whatever we can while we can. Thanks, Sarah. We appreciate it. And good luck getting started in June. No problem. Thank you. All right. So uh, sorry about that. Uh, uh, we For live listeners, we had a little bit of a hiccup there. but uh, That's like Skype has crashed a few times on us today, but we're trying. We're pushing. We're trying. We're, we're making it happen. And by the way, I am we're gonna still get through in the, the rounds. House. We keep knocking rails, but we'll get through the rounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have gone off course a few times, but we are back trying again. Um, 
just so you know, I'm still in the old house. We, we don't have internet in the new house, but we did sleep there last night. And by sleep there, I meant I laid in the bottom bunk of my son's twin bed with my husband <laughs> and my son How on his go? top bunk slept great. <laughs> and then the, this morning, Chad and I were like, oh my God, never <laughs> again. Two adults in a, bu- a tiny bunk bed is, uh, it's no, a double at least on the bottom, but still. So I did want to tell you this morning, um, we don't have any TVs or anything. So I made some coffee and I sit outside and oh my God, there's like five deer and there's like 10 deer in my backyard and then there's a a bunch of geese come in and land on our tiny pond and it was like amazing and then oh my gosh a coyote came right up the house we built a fence for the fenced in backyard my dogs were in the garage and this coyote just hanging out laid down took a nap just like groomed itself. I, and I'm watching the whole thing from inside the house. I'm like, oh my God, it's like a dog. And there's a do- somebody's dog is in my yard and it's a coyote. It's a wild dog. It's so cool to sit there and watch it. And then the deer, you know, they're grazing and they're just not paying attention. The deer got closer and closer and closer and closer. And then all of a sudden the coyote just stood up and ping, all the deer Gone. We're gone. <laughs> I mean, like I look down for a second. I'm like, I'm like, oh, coyote's up, and then there's nothing, <laughs> nothing. It's like the you know the zebra's getting water, the lion's laying there until the lion looks at them, they're gonna drink. It's pretty fun. funny. Well, and uh, we apparently had a fox out back this morning that was uh, making all kinds of racket in the woods and barking and carrying on. I don't know what was going on in the woods. Uh, Got Scooter's attention. Let me tell you, all the horses had their ears up, and uh, the fox hung around for a while. So we we have red fox, bright red ones. There's nothing scarier than wild animals breeding to horses. And that fox <laughs> is a, it's a mating call. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and, and w- when there's something in the spring. woods, when it's quiet out, it could be a squirrel. And it sounds like a herd of elephants coming through the woods. Oh, yeah. uh, woods yeah. just amplify noise. And you think every, everybody that's camped out in the woods has said the same thing. I was sure it was a bear when it was probably a chipmunk. You know, yeah, and the, the the whole like, does the tree fall if nobody's around to hear yeah. it? Does it make noise? Yes, yes, it does. Yes, it makes about <laughs> ten times the noise it should. All right, so you do know. you want to do a list or do you want to do weird news? Up to you. I got weird news, and I let's do it. I'm ready. Okay, let's do some weird news. Then we will do weird news. Now, remember, these are actual news stories that I found online and they're in from mostly legitimate sources and uh, this one comes out of canada i like to find weird news from all over the world to make us americans canada they're nice Uh, i do believe there's two canada things and here you're right canadians are nice because gambling guys is an addiction and it is a problem and there's a man not that jamie would know anything about that there's a man who, uh, nothing like this, Glenn. I don't have this kind of addiction. I play the ponies, but this is like a, this is, is this is bad. A man was, uh, his name is Edmund Mark Hooper, and he owed Michael Primo $517,000 because he lost a bet. He was Whoa. forced to remortgage his home, but Whoa. they went to court. And in true Canadian fashion, they're super nice, and they wrote off his debts. They're like, no, you don't 
have to pay. Um, because according to Quebec law, any contract for a bet requires the wager to be based on, quote, an activity requiring skill or bodily exertion on the part of the parties and not simply chance. Furthermore, the bet not must not be for an excessive amount. So what do you think, Glenn? Does rock, paper, scissors, is that a game of luck or skill? <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. $500,000. I think you should have lost pay. just being, for an, being an idiot. Is <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're stupid. Give him your house. <laughs> oh, God. Moving on. Somebody married that. Think about it. Maybe. We don't know if he's married. Oh, that's <laughs> And they married to so and so. <laughs> Next, play my noise, oh. play my music. There we go. So, this one has a photo uh, along with the news story. And um, this is also out of Canada, Ontario, this time. Um, there's a 30 year old woman, and she was walking down the street. Doesn't say what street, doesn't say where, but she was shot. Boom! Right into the chest. And it, it should have ended her life. But her life was spared. It was saved, Glenn. Magically, her life was spared. Because guess where she was shot? Uh, Don't guess. Directly into her breast implant. <laughs> and when it went into the breast implant, when it should have gone straight, it, it like the gel or whatever in the boob implant like shifted it upwards. And... She's good. Broke a rib. That's Jeez, it. That is one lucky woman. <laughs> and there are photos of the bullet hole. There's a, they had to take the breast implant out, of course, and um, treat the fractured rib and, and, and the, the implant. And they've got photo- <laughs> photos on this page. And I can't look anymore. Next. <laughs> next story. Next story. Do not publish them. Okay, let's move over. Oh, my God. Okay, this is our last one. This is weird news for you. And I'm trying to figure out where this is. But I'll just tell you the story because it's about a woman named Jenna Evans. Oh, California. Jenna Evans. On on Tuesday, she was on a high-speed train that was racing down the tracks. Her fiancé was by her side. When some bad guys appeared, Glenn, bad guys, thugs, and there was only one way for her to protect from the thugs, her 2.4 carat diamond engagement ring, and she had to swallow it. And that's what she did. That's a big ring to swallow. She swallowed. That's a big ring to swallow. (laughs) She says, I popped that sucker off, put it in my mouth, and swallowed it with a glass of water. However, she then woke up. And the ring was gone. It was a dream. She was not on his high speed train. There was no bad guys, but she, but sw- she, she really dreamed did there was. And in real life, oh, no. she swallowed her wedding ring while she was sleeping. <laughs> Apparently, this is she was on the Today Show. She has a history of sleepwalking, and then then uh, it's apparently yeah, I've she heard of sleepwalking. Sleep I've never heard of sleep swallowing. That is insane she said that she had to wake up and to uh, wake up her fiance and tell him 
Uh, honey, I swallowed my engagement rings. She went to an urgent care clinic where the doctors decided with the size of the giant solitary diamond. Yeah, I don't want against, that coming out the other end. <laughs> uh, against letting it pass naturally through her system and referred it to a gastroenterologist who went and did the upper endoscopy, grabbed it, pulled it. I guess they pulled it out. I don't know. But she said that as she signed the release forms, she began to cry, fearing that she would die during the procedure and not get to fulfill the dream of marrying her fiancé. And that's beautiful until you read her quote. I waited a hot long time for that damn engagement ring, and I will marry Bobble Hit Bobby Hamill. Damn it. I waited a long time for that damn engagement ring, and I will marry Bobby Howell. Damn it. She wrote. Hey, if I'm Bobby, I'm running. <laughs> Bobby, you're going to get out of there. She's going to hurt you. Bobby, Can take you this as a warning. <laughs> Lord knows uh, what else she's going to do in her sleep. Like a knife to your chest. <laughs> right? She's really pretty. I could see. Like, Bobby, you know, he's into that thing. Like, beautiful, skinny women with, you know, long brown hair and, you know, perfect teeth. If you're into that. Big boob, nice looking woman, then you'd marry her. But let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, I don't happen. think any amount of crazy, though. But then, you know, it wasn't her fault. She was sleeping or not. I don't know. I'll just think she needs to put some snacks by the bed or something. I don't know. I don't know what else she'd do. Anyway, <laughs> that is the end of Weird News. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, let's uh yeah, play the noise, play the noise. Oh, okay. Wrap it up. I know I'm all pissed off. Back to you, Glenn. Thank you. Reporter Jamie. Did you forget my name? What are you doing? I'm trying to call the next guest. You're just a mess today. Coming up next, we have and I had people messaging me. I got a lot going on over here. Oh, my God. I'll tell you who our next guest is. Uh, Charlotte is coming on because Charlotte has been on the several-year search of finding a horse because she can't just find her. By the way, she's like a super Grand Prix dressage rider, and she's a para-rider. So that horse is a very tough bill to to fi find, you know. And I would like to comment that there's a beautiful picture of her sitting on this gray horse, and I don't know who that who is that on her on the ground with her. Is that her mama? I No, it must, might be the lady she got it from i don't know oh my god put some closed toe shoes on making me nervous <laughs> over here watching you with your flip-flops on next to that horse Ugh, makes me crazy okay so once again skype's not working it's just not working i don't know why you want me to tell everybody the fun items that are flying off the shelves the there oh she she's is. here you got it to work hi charlotte hello Hi. How are you? Fabulous, thank you. How are you doing? Good. She just sent me a picture, which is what was distracting me uh, from oh. doing my work. <laughs> she sent me a picture of her view right now, leading the rough life, uh, waiting to talk to us, and was a view of her beautiful pastures and her pony, I think. Is your pony in there? No, the pony is not in it. My pony is not at my house, actually. Oh, okay. So, Charlotte, yeah. you've spent two long years. How many horses have you looked at? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I vetted three. Well, this is the fourth one. <laughs> there you go. Um, a lot. Yeah, a ton. And we even went, I've gone all the way up to Canada to look at horses. And, <laughs> like, all the way up the East Coast. And uh, this one was six and a half minutes down the road. Shut really? up. Are you kidding me? 
Seriously. <laughs> okay, first of all, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and then tell everybody what you were looking for. So I am a para rider. I'm a grade three. I used to be a, I used to do three day eventing for a living. Um, and I was hurt as a passenger on a four wheeler 12 years ago. And I'm always wanted to ride for our country and I'm still going to ride for our country. just on the para team, not the able-bodied event team. Um, and I have been looking for, you can't, train a para horse because everybody's injury is different. Um, but I've been looking for something with an over the top, amazing walk and trot. And I don't have to canter in my test, but I canter at home because I can. Um, and so, and they have to have a good brain. So I'm basically looking for the amateur's dream. Even if it well-schooled, doesn't spook. Um, mm-hmm. and with amazing gates, you know, right. champagne taste and Bud Light pockets. <laughs> sounds about right I'm just amazed that this horse you and I know what we've lived through this with you Charlotte and I know what you went through to find this horse and to find it six minutes or six miles down the road must have been just like the, the, like some practical joke was being played on you oh I know so you've been to our farm before and we're at this area we're in you could we, have, we live on a dead end if you go to exactly the other end of our road that's where the horse is. <laughs> How'd you hear about this horse? Did somebody hear about you and say, okay, this would be the perfect one or what? Well, everyone I know knows that I'm looking for horses because I've been telling people for two years. Endlessly um, telling people so yeah, for two it years. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? No. <laughs> um, and so my mother heard from someone up north about this horse down here that had been sent down here to be sold. Um, yeah, and you know the rest is history. And these people that I were selling it were been amazing. Everything, everyone I've dealt with through selling horses have been awesome about my wonky requests and accommodations I need. And um, but these people are just great. Well, everybody's dying to know. Tell us about the horse. What make and model and all of that stuff. So her name, her proper name is Guata, which is. I don't know where it came from, G-U-A-T-A, um, but they call her Gigi in the barn. And she is a royal Dutch. She's KWPN. Um, and for those that know about breeding, which I don't, I have it written down. She's Vivaldi Harlem Voltaire. Oh, well, lots of nice uh, composers. Actually. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I'm like, I know, the, I know the words, but <laughs> anyway. Um, she will be nine on June 30th this year. She's 17 hands and gray. So I went from a big brown boy to a fairly big sized girl, gray girl. Um, she was trained. She was ready to go. I won. Um, she got an 80 in pre St. George. Mm. Um, yeah. So she, and she's just got an amazing head on her shoulders. Like I, she didn't, I can kind of tell I do the, the wheelchair test right away. And, you know, I roll slowly into the barn when I meet a horse and she was like, Oh, what you doing down there? Like, you know, some, some horses give you the big eyeballs and snorty nose, but she just looked at me and then went on her way. Um, and I, like, I've just always felt comfortable on her. You know, it's just, you just know when you put your butt in the saddle. 
Wow. So, and and you've yeah. you've you've known with other horses, but they haven't passed a vetting. Yeah. That's why it's classic, like we are telling things about the telling the owner what's wrong with the horse. Sort of uh, thing. <laughs> um, and there are some things that like some people may have been like, oh, well, that's fine. But there are a few things that I can't skimp on and I can't bend on. Like they have to have a, a great back because I can't post. You know, I have my coach riding the horse all the time, but still it's more bonking around than would be, you know, an able-bodied person. And, um, and I'm trying to, I have to do FEI stuff. So, you know, they have to be able to pass a jog without being on certain medications and mm-hmm. So little things. That's what you kept finding with with these other horses that you had vetted. You know, as I remember, some of them were just minor things, but they were minor enough, right? Yeah, yeah, minor enough for me. Right. Um, You know, for other people, they might have been, you know, they might have been fine, but not for me. Well, Charlotte, I have one thing for you. Are you ready for this, Glenn? Here we go. You are a badass. It's true. (laughs) Is there a bigger badass? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you for working so hard and getting the right horse. And I'm so excited to see what happens with you and your horse's future. What are you calling her? Gigi? Well, her in the barn, Gigi, yep. Okay. So are you going to keep Gigi? Are you one of the people that like could change the name or like you keep the bar name the same? Oh, I'm not a name changer. I even, I adopted my dog and didn't change the name. I was like, can't do it. Can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) See me. I'm like, if I adopted an animal from a bad situation, I have to change their name so they can get a new life. But like, it doesn't sound like Gigi had a very bad life. I mean, for God's sake, her name is Gigi. Like that says scream spoiled diva, but apparently she's she's good. I even asked her because. So, because everything's closed, my coach's barn is closed. I had to leave her. I, she's still at the seller's barn, um, and I'm riding there now. And it's great; they've got a covered arena and everything. Um, but I asked, I was like, "So, is, is she kind of a diva?" And the, and the everyone said, "No, like she's definitely a girl, but she's she's a tough one. Oh, she's good. one of those good good. She's a good mare. That's awesome." That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Charlotte, congratulations. We're super excited for you. We look forward to seeing you represent our country uh, in the next uh, Olympics. And you're just, (laughs) you are. No pressure. Well, yeah. So maybe not next one, but thank you so much. I really appreciate your support. You're the one who said it. Put it out there. Use the secret. If you put it out in the world, it will happen. Oh, I know. I'm just not going to rush it because it'll happen. Just like this horse, it'll happen when it's ready to happen. You go, girl. Thank you, Charlotte. And we'll see you yes. soon for lunch, maybe someday and again in the future. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, Charlotte. Uh, bye. Well, that's it. Let's wrap up this uh, technologically challenged episode. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, we've been lucky. I've been hearing about all these other podcasters having tech problems because the internet's being overused. And this is the first day we've really had this issue. That's for sure. Well, I don't like it. Well, no, it's not much fun. Uh, and for for the people listening, takes me off my game to the recorded version. Uh, we cut out all the bad stuff, so you you had it lucky. You had it lucky today. Well, tomorrow is the fifth 
Thursday of the month, which means we're dark. We don't have an episode tomorrow, so there will not be one. We'll be back on Friday with some really bad ads. So get your ads into Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. And we'll look forward to seeing you on Friday. Tonight I have Tom on, who is the man in charge of hits, all of the hit shows around the country. And he's going to be on Facebook Live at 5. We're going to be chatting about what they're doing and what they're ramping up. They have this whole game plan they're putting in place, hoping to get started in different places around the country in June with some Hunter Jumper shows uh, and how that's going to change and some of, the, some of the changes are causing quite a stir so we'll talk about that with him and then we'll be back here Friday morning and Jamie uh, we'll look forward to seeing pictures of you actually living in your house oh my god I'm so excited <laughs> we're going to like move the big stuff in today so we got we got friends coming over yes well actually no we have one friend and one family member are coming over so we're going to And your front end loader, keep... you're still going to use your front end loader to move everything big? Shh, totally. <laughs> I mean, cha- you know what? I've got the horse trailer. I might just hook up the horse trailer and put a bunch of stuff in there. I just cleaned out the trailer. So like, it's actually, no big I was deal. surprised that the distance between the two houses is pretty far. Yes. It's amazing. It's like it's acres so, of distance. It's it's like halfway back uh, on the property. So yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it, we were riding, walking down the driveway last night. And I was like, God, this is a long walk. <laughs> like, You're going to have a long walk to ranger, work in the morning. <laughs> my Polaris Ranger is broken and it's in the shop and I have to walk everywhere <laughs> on the farm. Oh my God. That's a first world problem. <laughs> Ugh, the worst. <laughs> all right, everybody. All thanks right. a bunch. We'll see you all uh, coming. Oh, and hold on, auditors. We'll chat for a What did bit. you learn today, Glenn? I learned that technology sucks sometimes, even after you've been doing it for 10,000 episodes. What uh, did you learn? That's a good one. I learned um, don't swallow your wedding ring. <laughs> Terrible idea. Those bad Terrible. guys aren't real, hon. How do you explain that to the insurance company to get them to pay for it? Uh, I'm an idiot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you have an idiot clause in there. <laughs> All right, your name is Glenda Geek. Teach me how to clear my brow. I like want thirty percent off. Like seriously, what a pain that was! I, literally, the Skype screen would go completely white, and then I knew eventually it was just gonna, you know, you were gonna disappear. I wonder if when you listen back, like, did the recorder stop when no. that happened, or can you still hear Charlotte? I and couldn't I hear you. Then the recorder couldn't hear you. So okay. I, I completely my Skype shut down. It just crashed, and it crashed like that several times. I have to reboot my computer. And blah, blah, blah. I've never had oh, that 30%. particular one happening. Did you get it? Yeah, but I used my phone. Ah, oh, see, so you see it on your phone. I'm sure it has to do with your browser somehow. What do you use the- Chrome, by the way? Yes. Okay, let's do a lesson for everybody out there that hasn't cleared their browser in 10 years. And this will actually make your computer run faster and your surfing run faster. So you have Chrome open, correct? Yes. Do you see a little face up in the right-hand corner with the three little Listen, dots Listen, spare the talking to me like I'm a the, fucking idiot, do okay? Have, do you have the three little dots up in the right-hand corner? I have three dots. Click on that and click history. Click on history, and then where where little history pops up on the left, you want to click history again. So if click history twice. you keep twice. talking to me like that, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Did you click history I, twice? Yes. Do you have the history screen up? 
Clear browsing data? Yeah, now click that. Now, this is the warning I'm going to give you. A little window pops up. And where it says time range, you click all time. Ah. Okay, now you get to choose which things you, you want to clear. Your browsing history, your download history, your cookies. Your... Now, click in mind, if you clear your cookies, it's going to clear a lot of your things that are memorized. Um, now, you can also clear your passwords fields. I don't do that because I hate finding my password again. So I uncheck passwords. And cached images and files you for certain want to clear. And what? The, how many megabytes does it say you have cached? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Please tell me. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. 319. Is that, Is that all? bad? That's not too bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then, I mean, I'm sure Chad's cleared this before. And then you hit clear data, but be prepared if you haven't done this oh, in a wait, while. That's all time. Never. Yeah, 319. It's going to take time. forever. It, it took a half an hour for mine to win the other day. So it cleared a lot. So the of crap browsing out. history is five thousand three hundred and twenty-six <laughs> items. <laughs> yeah, you haven't done that. Is that a while. lot? That's a lot. That's a lot. Download history is three hundred thirty-one items. Cookies are like that's even a lot. That means you downloaded three hundred thirty-one things before since you uh, cleared your. Now, when mm-hmm. you do this, Chad's going to lose all of his safe stuff too, and you won't be able to go back in your history and find something. So keep that in mind when you all do this. But it also clears the cache for people who put cookies in, like state. Stateline might have put a cookie in, and if you haven't visited in a while, then you got the discount. But if you visited every day, you didn't. That could be what they Visit did. Visit every week, and we do yeah. commercials. Yeah, well, and it could be that, you know, that they put a cookie in that says, if they haven't been here in this much of time, we're going to give them the discount. And that's why you got it on your phone and didn't get it on the, you know. So after you clear your cache, it might show up again. It'd be interesting to see if it does. But yeah, that's Well, it's going to take nine works. months to clear this out. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, now I got to shop on my phone. Ooh, not that one. And even both of the listeners' phone calls were very quiet today. I had to crank their volume way up. And then I was hoping you wouldn't talk too loud because you're cranked up too. Ugh, what a mess. So me yelling woohoo during the horse races was probably no, not. No, that was okay. I could get those, but it was the phone calls that were a problem. Oh. Yeah, the phone calls. All these podcasters who talk to other podcasters, I'm so jealous because they have a perfect sound and they're all connecting on, you know, fancy systems and we have to do phone calls. I have a new favorite show and my new favorite show has a podcast that goes along with it. And now I've been listening to the podcast. Um, Have you seen the show? It comes on after the voice. Oh, it's just gone blank. Dang it. They, it well, they write their own music. They, they, they bring three songwriters in and they, hold on, I'm going to figure it out here. By the way, every show now has a podcast or 20, right? That really? It. Yeah, every show. If you look at any of your favorite shows, they'll have 20. I'm sure there's 20 or a thousand shows about a certain Tiger show. Songland. 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 Okay, there's a new show called Songland, and there's three, like Ryan Tedder from One Republic, and then one of the chicks, uh, 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 Shane's, uh, a bunch of like three really accomplished songwriters who've written songs from everybody from like George Strait to Beyonce. Okay, there's three of them, and they bring an artist in, and that artist uh, is looking for a song for their next record. And so they bring four 
songwriters in who then perform their song in front of like these amazing people, like super famous people. So you got this like a budding songwriter who is performing a song for like Lady Annabellum and these three amazing songwriters. And uh, it's really fascinating. And then they rewrite the song. They each get paired up with one of the professional songwriter people and like accomplished. And, and then they pair up and then the like Lady Annabellum or whoever it is, Usher, whoever will pick the song they want to record and then they play it at the end of the episode so it's super cool but they have a podcast and they're like to hear more of the song because they only play a piece of the song i started downloading songlands podcast oh, so they're actually the, the production company's actually doing the podcast it isn't somebody it's nbc yeah is doing yeah wow. and it sounds amazing but you know most of them sound amazing and then the most recent one she sounded like she was talking in a tin can so i i, I th that was the point of that is like you can be NBC. You still get sound wrong. <laughs> well, like how could nobody be like, can we take, take, take two? Like that sounds I've terrible. I've been listening. I've been listening to some of these podcasts that are just starting up. I just, that are by big celebrities. And the sound is awful. It's Crazy. awful. Cause they don't know how to do podcasts. I, it was so funny. I was listening. There's this show. Let me find out what it is. See, we're talking about, this is a podcast. It's called uh, food 360. And it's with uh, Mark Murphy, who's a Food Network guy. And I saw it advertised, and I thought, I'll listen to it. You know. And what he's basically doing is, is it's just interviews his other Food Network celebrity chefs. And this latest one, and, and all the ones recently have been about lockdown. Well, this latest one was one of his Food Network celebrity chef guys, who I had actually not heard of. Uh, and he was talking about having to do his show at home and how hard it was and how he doesn't have a staff and how he had to figure out how to hook up the mics and the, and they do it. And actually, they're recording these Food Network shows at home on their iPhones. Um, but they had to figure out how to do the microphones and then get this. Talk about this was, I kept thinking, not equestrian first world problem, but culinary first world problem. We have to prep all our own food and then we have to do our own dishes now at home because we have no help so when they're doing their shows they don't do anything they have a staff of like 20 everything's cut and chopped and sliced and put in front of them and they have to do it all twice apparently they film every segment twice to get the best shot and when then we he said we have to clean everything up and we have to make all the prep and do it all ourselves my wife and i and he was sounding pathetic i mean it was just it's just like talk about a a, a culinary first world problem right there that poor guy. He was just to whiny. Like, you know, it was just whiny. I was like, welcome to our world. <laughs> I think what I've heard in radio, they talk about uh, your job. You know, it's like slaving over a hot microphone. That guy actually is slaving over a hot <laughs> microphone doing a cooking <laughs> podcast. I mean, but it's been so funny to listen to these big name people try and do things from home. And even radio people, they're all doing it from home right now. I love the celebrities that are getting on and getting on without any makeup on. I know. Actually, I've been enjoying The Tonight Show. I wish he'd keep it from home because you get to see their houses and stuff. It's kind of cool. And everybody yeah. seems more relaxed, right? They're all, and plus, they're not just pitching whatever they have coming out, which is the reason they all come on these shows. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun watching some of that. But you're yeah, right. The sound's been great or awful or... When is the movie Black Widow going to come out, Glenn? Can you Google that for me? Oh yeah. What's the reopening that. date for that? I'm serious, getting tired of this. You know, a lot I'm of people, dying. a lot of restaurants now are renting the great big blow up movie screens that they have, and actually doing movies in their parking lots and serving food, which I think is a brilliant idea, right? 
Okay, it's coming out. Uh, I'm sure it's been pushed back. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in May. Or April. Let's see. Um. Um, by the way, all of the stuff I've been putting in my shopping cart from my phone is the same price as the stuff. I don't think on it applies it. If it's a coupon, it won't apply it till checkout. No, it's already it's telling me what I'm getting. I'm like it already had that because that they always knock everything thirty percent up on I don't know. I don't see Oh, here we go. An update. Let's go. Black Widow delayed six months, five days. So it was supposed to come out May 1st, June, July, August, September, October, beginning of November. Okay, now that's cheaper. Okay, they just didn't knock down the vaccine. Yeah, because a lot of times those kind of things aren't discounted ever. Yeah. So it looks like November for your Black Widow. Does anybody actually listen to what we're saying right now? I don't know. <laughs> like, I think we're somebody so let worried. us know if you actually hang around for the post show. I'm like online shopping. You're looking <laughs> at movies for me. Appreciate it. Appreciate if you have topics Jeff. you want us to talk about, please let us know. Uh, I usually have something in mind, but after today's show, it was just like, <laughs> I, I wasted that. that first. The first one of these we ever did, I freaked out and not one person heard it. But I talked about the guy who said that round pins are awful and yes. you have to use a square pen and then when the horse is untouched approach it while when it's in the corner i was like or you can get your teeth kicked in so that's a fun one <laughs> all right i'm gonna go Wait. i have a lot of editing to do for this show yeah you do a lot get of your editing work done. this show will be out uh, tomorrow sometime at this rate <laughs> could you not talk to me like i'm an idiot by the way next time we do your game when you're gonna funny. do is <laughs> it's like when when something work and you you message me and this is what glenn does you guys like something will not work on my computer and he'll go is your microphone turned on Oh, because that's you. always the case every time oh my i say God. that to a is host your microphone turned on <laughs> yes my microphone's turned on shut 95% up 95 percent of the time it's it's the microphone 95 percent dude i get so pissed <laughs> Bye. Bye.